Welcome to Indiana Cast. I'm Tom Mellish, Executive Director for the Indiana Retired Teachers Association, the association that advocates for all retired educators. If you have any questions about today's podcast, just email me at tmellish at retiredteachers.org with your questions and we'll find out the answer for you. Joined once again by Chief Lobbyist Steve Beebe from Beebe Shear and Associates. And welcome, Steve, and look forward to his thoughts as we get the second half kicked off. And hopefully we play a lot better than IU did <laughs> yesterday. So. Well, I think we would almost have to if we were, you know, at our worst. Uh, I'd like to think we are better than the way they played, uh, you know, played yesterday. But in uh, in honor of St. Patrick's Day, I'm going to... I'm going to go off script, and that sort of assumes we have a script, and we really, we really don't. Um, I think they know that. <laughs> but you know, Tom always likes to end the podcast with a, a thought for the day, and I decided that I wanted to begin the podcast with a thought for the day, and uh, it is this. They say that St. Patrick drove the snakes out of Ireland. I wonder if he could do that for the United States Congress. That would be a good Dead challenge. silence. <laughs> good challenge. <laughs> Luckily, our legislative body isn't as inept as uh, Congress is uh, out there. So, anyway, and plus we got to work with these guys a lot oh, closer. I, so. I, you couldn't. You could not pay me enough to go work in D.C. And, and lobby United States Congress. Um, our legislature has changed significantly over the years. And, um, you know, I, I don't think it's as enjoyable as it once was. It is more partisan than it once was. Um, but it's still way more functional, you know, than, than Congress. And, you know, we do have lots of good legislators and uh, need to be thankful for the system we have. Yeah. And we've used part of the halftime and getting in there when we weren't so busy getting to meet. We had quite a few new legislatures, and we've mentioned it before, but um, been real pleased on how many um, are there the questions they're asking, the interests that they have, and quite a few times the education, which I was pleased with on the, the ones we've had, either spouses or sisters or different things like that so been very pleased and a couple that are educators that are taking some time to to work in the in the uh, legislature so positives i think for us as we go on out there so and um once we got started here that started the senate got started real quick went and had the uh, house came over representative houston presented his the budget from the house to the senate on that first day, they took some testimony, and we testified asking um, support the 13th check that was in the budget, and then increased uh, $50, much like the PERF did. Uh, they didn't laugh or throw us out or say no at that point. A uh, uh, couple questions um, from Senator Italian, but overall, um, they were just taking testimony and not voting on anything at that point. So. Good, although uh, we did have conversation later with some leadership and um, with Senator Mishler and um, everything we thought was pretty positive coming out of the House and that we had a little hesitancy that uh, maybe we need to set, especially step it up and work with that uh, out there with Senator from some 
points that Senator Mishler said was how tight the budget was going to be this year and things. So. Yeah, um, it was it was not a conversation that you know I you know I expected, uh, and it was different than the conversation we had with uh, Ways and Means Chairman Todd Houston early in the session. You know, Todd just you know pretty much told us, "Don't worry, it's going to be." I mean, the funding for the 13th check is going to be in the budget uh, for both years. And, uh, you know, gave us a, a really high comfort level, you know, during the first half. And then, um, and it was actually a chance meeting, you know, with Senator Mishler. We were, uh, we were waiting on the fourth floor to see uh, Senator Holdman and uh, just Mishler had the door open to his office. He saw us standing out there and he came out to, to talk to us. And, you know, we probably talked to him for 10 minutes. Not all of it was about, um, you know, our issues, but, um, you know, we did use the opportunity to ask him about it. And, you know, he said, you know, you, you need to work our caucus, uh, concentrate on the, the committee members and you know he he admitted that we were in the mix you know to be funded um, but he was going to look at the, the governor's budget he was going to look at the house budget look at the items where they differed uh, you know decide which ones uh, had merit which ones the Senate wanted to include and he didn't give us that same type of guarantee that Representative Houston did, uh, you know, during the first half of the session. And uh, it, it heightened my sense of urgency uh, on this bill, on making sure the 13th check is funded. Um, I, I am confident that it will be. But I'm also uh, confident that we need to, to work this issue. Tom and I are meeting with the committee members. Uh, we work through the committee members. We'll, you know, go to some other key legislators. Um, and we have started requests for uh, grassroots contact from members to their legislators. And I just want to emphasize the importance of those uh, those emails into your legislators, um, you know, it 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 makes a it makes a real difference uh, at the at the state level, and you know, I I got a good report from Tom. It looks like uh, potentially this week we had we had five legislators on the target list. You know, it looks like maybe they got up to 50 emails and if that happened that is outstanding and uh, you know if we can kind of keep that up between now uh, and we need to do that I think clear to the very end of session I think we'll be fine and what we did uh, basically targeted constituents of those senators um, that we had so not everybody received it there was five and of course they're spread out through the state from northern regions down to the south um, west corner um, checking that so but um, 
should have received the letter we picked out zip codes which we thought matched up mostly with the districts of these uh, senators and sent them out but it was senator bray who's uh president of the senate um senator mesmer who's majority leader uh senator um, holdman who is on the committee and tax and fiscal also so uh, it's been around and a key figure out there uh, senator charbonneau charbonneau up in the area northwest corner yeah up there um, and he would be targeted because we haven't been able to get in to see him yet and not sure we will be so he's one that uh, really want he's been around for quite a while and, and sits on the appropriations committee out there and um, let's see. I guess that would be it that we targeted so hopefully we'll get those and then as we get closer and the bill comes forward and they start having a pretty good idea how they're massaging the financial picture we'll make sure we hit all of our senators and things and that's one thing with where our legislative brunch is targeted it's April 9th and it's going to be a good time because that's about two and a half weeks before the end of the session so uh, that's when really the final decisions um, will be targeted on there so good chance to talk to our senators and um, also keep it in the mind of our representatives out there because Senate will change it it will go to conference committee after the Senate passes it and then we can um, make sure on the conference committee that they um, remember we're we're around so they can bring bring it up so. and you know the budget is it's always the very last bill you know passed to the session and you know, it's it's not going to be finalized till April 28th or 29th, and we just have to, you know, we just have to keep beating the drum, you know, right until the very end. And uh, you know, I just don't want to take anything for granted. I would I would feel awful if we thought we're in, no worries, and then somehow at the end it wasn't funded. And we didn't do everything we could, you know, we could do. And we're just not going to let that happen. No, and I think in talking to the ones that we've been able to get into so far in the past week or so, um, seemed very supportive of the 13th on that. The increase, a little bit more hesitancy there, but we keep sharing the, the cost of that and that we haven't had anything. It's never been raised since 1993 and gone. 11 years without any kind of uh, enhancement to the, the coal or into our pensions. So they all understand that, uh, do that, but again, it's going to come down to what they prioritize on their expenditures on there. Uh, one positive thing um, I, coming out of Michler was this year's tight, the second year's not so tight, so some of those things may help out. And the other the point we keep pushing is it's sustainable with the new Sarah accounts coming in on the next budget cycle that if they do an increase it's something that could continue uh, with us if that's the way we decide to go so I think that's another positive uh, with the legislators that it wouldn't be a one-time go up and then back down type situation so great yeah anything else other we've had met with Holdman and Italian and some others um. well I, I keep saying that we haven't been flat told no yet 
and we had we kind of changed our tactic a little bit when we moved to the Senate. Uh, we thought we were solidly in the budget, and we we were talking more about the increase. Um, and then when we had that conversation with Mishler, um, you know, it's my belief we've got to just shore up the Senate and make sure it's in there. Uh, the funding is in the budget, but we still will mention, um, you know, the the increase, um, you know, on that. And we are, you know, if this were a horse race, we're, you know, at the point of heading into the third turn. And, uh, you know, we've got a couple more weeks uh, of committee hearings. Um, and after that, you know, is when, you know, the serious business of finalizing the budget uh, and, you know, as it heads into conference committee, you know, will occur. And I am, uh, I am pleased that the timing of our, you know, our brunch is the ninth, uh, you know, make one final face-to-face -face push from our, you know, our members. And, you know, hopefully we can, you know, we can, you know, get her done, and and uh, I still I still hold out a little hope for the increase. Um, I've also said multiple times, if you don't ask, you won't receive. So we're going to continue to ask. And we've found if we weren't out there and being seen and being heard, talking to them too, with I mean, just looking at all the things you see on the news with education funding, what they're trying. What they're giving charters, virtual schools, colleges are asking for capital projects money to build new dorms or buildings on campus. So you know, there's a lot of issues out there that all educational that the money could easily be spent over and over. Even while we were sitting there, there was from a few hundred thousand dollars being requested extra uh, from groups to a, a few million uh, like us um, out there. So there's a more requests than there is money available on that. So that's important that we're not there because you could easily slide to the bottom if they didn't hear from us or think it was an important issue. So it's always good. You, I don't like that part of the process, but it is, I guess, if, if you're not at the table, you're part of the menu. So they could easily find oh, other ways to spend the money. You know, that's, that's exactly right, and that is so true that, um, you know, there's there's always more requests, you know, than there is money, and if if they don't hear from you, they begin to think that you don't care, and I, you know, I know in our case we care, um, you know, Tom and I are working through the through the legislators, but. Uh, I also know that our members care, and, and they showed that this week with their email response. And uh, you know, I just encourage all of our members to keep that up, you know, right until the very end of the process. We'll keep putting pushing things out on Facebook and notifying people as uh, the session continues on out there. Um, anything else over the 13th check or budget overall, or? Yeah. No, uh, I mean we've really we've really covered 
you know, the 13th check. Um, you know, there's still a lot of talk about, you know, is there going to be a, a hate crimes bill or not? Uh, the, the bill that was passed out of the Senate was watered down from what the governor wanted and the business leaders wanted. Uh, that bill is, you know, setting in the House and Speaker Bosma, um, you know, doesn't seem eager, you know, to, to craft a bill, uh, that would make the governor happy. Um, and, you know, that's kind of a big issue hanging out there. And, uh, you know, there's a chance that there will be, you know, some partisan debate, you know, over that bill in the Senate probably saw the most partisan thing we have seen this year uh, when the amendment uh, was adopted to water down that bill. The Democrats uh, walked out for the rest of the night, uh, took their 10 senators and, and uh, you know, didn't come back. Uh, Indiana legislature, there's a supermajority in, you know, both the House and Senate, so, um, even losing those Democrats did not break a quorum. The Senate continued to conduct uh, conduct their business, but that was the that was probably the strongest display of partisanship that we've seen, you know, this session. And uh, you know, it's conceivable we could see something like that in the House, you know, in the second half. Well, I think with what the Senate stripping that list out of there it sets it up for what Bosma, if he's going to pass something or push through the house it's more of his liking at that point so we may not see a whole lot of change at that point unless the governor really steps in and starts pushing on that out there um some school matters and things that came up uh just now that they're really getting started with the committee meetings uh, on the senate side which uh, all those house bills that went across um, out there uh should get hearings this week uh, house bill 10 03 with school expenditure targets, um, teacher residency grants pilot project, uh, 1009 uh, we'll get a hearing, and uh, teacher careers ladder, 1008 we'll also get a hearing out of there. The uh, one that uh, did get pushed in through quickly was 1005, came out of the committee. It was sort of interesting, there was a few committee members meeting, but uh, had a lot of testimony given that uh, State superintendent should have an educational background. Uh, whoever is appointed that position from the governor, uh, Sue Ellen Reed, former state superintendent, testified on that, and that, that vote came out five to three. So that'll be interesting when it goes to the floor, second reading, how much uh, more discussion there is or debate, and then seeing how that vote comes out um, as it goes moves forward on that. Uh, it will pass, but uh, it'll be interesting just to see. Um, where where the lines are, I, I don't I think it'll be uh, won't be party lines. I think there'll be some people crossing over both directions on that. So it'll be interesting to watch out of there. You know, while it while it does make sense that the you know superintendent would have some education background, you know, maybe we also want the superintendent to have an Amway you know background, um, you know, so we get consistent policy between the state and Washington D.C. May help with some of the funding. And, oh, I don't want to go there. <laughs> Too close to home. Um, 
other bills or anything out there? Haven't heard much about guns so far out of here. Issues, um, I'm sure, will creep up here toward the end. Yeah, there's there's always a, you know a surprise. I know there's a um, a bill moving through the legislature that clarifies the the use of deadly force with a gun when you know you're feeling you know threatened. Um, fortunately, I don't have to work those gun issues, so I'm not going to tell you that I really know much about it. Uh, but I know that that one is still out there, and those are always um, those are always hot button issues. It is, and I'm more about arming teachers and that, and that kind of bills that are going through, and I'm not sure where those come back through or not. Um, but anyway, haven't heard much at this point in the session on those. Um, Again, the 13th check, that's House Bill 1139. So if you go to um, your Saturday morning breakfast or third party, whatever they're called in your area with uh, senators and representatives, it's House Bill 1139 on the 13th check. Ask them to support it and the increase of $50 again out there and the reasons that we need it out there. They all are aware of it. We've made the request. It's been out there and we're pushing the message here as we have our individual meetings with the uh, senators out there in the, our house when we get to conference we'll all be aware of it too but just continue to push that and make the contacts with the people they you guys will make the big difference between besides Steve and I just pushing the message and, and having them have to look at us or talk to us out here on the floor or in their offices out there. So you guys are the ones that will make it happen um, out there because you're the ones that are built for them and they have to see you in the neighborhood groceries or gas stations. And, and just one, one more comment. I mean, you reminded me when you're talking about House Bill 1139. Um, part of our conversation with Senator Miller, our Senator Mishler, uh, was about that bill, and we've we've you know we've got a bill that calls for the funding of the 13th check, and then we have the money in the House budget that funds the 13th check, and in talking to Senator Mishler, Senator Boots, and others, no one is real sure if we need House Bill 1139 or not. Uh, I'm kind of feeling that the thought is maybe we don't need it since it's in the the budget. Um, but after my con our conversation with Mishler, um, I would feel better if we did pass that bill. And at that point, it sort of forces their hand uh, to put it in the budget. And I worry that's the reason it might not get heard because they don't want their hand forced. I, the other thing that you've mentioned to me, I don't think we've said it was it was not in the governor's proposal that we could find on his budget that he forwarded on to or his wish list on there, which is always a concern. But it's not that governors before him have also put the 13 check in, a, in there as part of their wish list. So. That would have been in there if it would have felt even better, but um, even that, we'll keep working at it. And don't want to panic people, but again, we want to just keep it out in front of them, the need for it, uh, and that, and the increased funding on that. So, 
think we've beat that horse <laughs> in this session enough out here. And if you don't have anything else, we'll leave with the uh, my thought of the week. You know, we, we beat that horse that old that old nag is round in the third corner or the third turn. Uh, we just gotta keep beating her for a little while longer. We will. We've got some more meetings scheduled this next week with some more senators that are on the appropriations or leadership in the in the Senate. Leave you with this thought of the week. And Steve sort of alluded to this earlier and hit one of the he was talking about. You've got to ask. Asking, in my opinion, is the world's most powerful and neglected secret to success and happiness. That's from Percy Ross. Until next week, thank you for listening to Indiana Edcast from Tom Ellish of Indiana Retired Teachers and Steve Beebe from BB Shear and Associates. We appreciate your listening and checking this out. And if you have any questions again, feel free to email us and we'll get an answer for you. Until then, stay warm, stay healthy, and hopefully the spring weather will come back and return. Not this weekend.